My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Shack House brought to you by our friends at Callaway Golf, makers of the Odyssey putter that won the PGA Championship count again and won the major count on both men's and women's tours this year. And of course, they are the maker of the new Red Ball. You've heard us talk about it. It's a face balance mallet putter with Red Ball scope. It's got that Versa high contrast alignment and a white hot RX insert. Go check it out at your local golf retailer ASAP. House. Check. Today's show also brought to us by our pals at Proper Cloth, the leader in men's custom shirts. Mm. Are you having trouble finding shirts that fit? I think, you know, here's the thing, Shaq. I don't think Brooks Kepka is. Well, unless you think that's a tight (laughs) fit that's like too tight, but go on. I have a lot of things to say about Brooks Kepka's clothes, uh, mostly complimentary. But okay. I will say this, Phil, Phil found a shirt that fit and then promptly missed the cut. So yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if that's good, the though. right, you know, like, I guess that, that, that's always, uh, it's, it's better to look good than to feel good. I've heard that somewhere at propercloth.com shack ordering custom shirts has never been easier. Create your custom shirt size by answering 10 easy questions. Shirts start at just 80 bucks and are delivered in two weeks. Perfect fit is guaranteed. If a shirt doesn't fit. They will remake it for free. That means the whole process is risk-free for premium quality, perfect fitting shirts. Visit propercloth.com slash shackhouse and use gift code shackhouse to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. And now let's get into the shackhouse. Wow, you're in an awfully good mood. I thought I was going to have to console you. I thought we were going to have tears and crying breaks. You sound so happy. Shaq, that was an After the un- 2018 PGA. An un- yeah, we're, we're talking about the 2018 PGA Championship. The Tiger Woods Show on Sunday. What are we talking about? <laughs> so look, 
I'm disappointed. I'm crestfallen. Okay. I, on the other hand, though, so many positives. I felt so much better about today than I did on Sunday just three weeks ago, three and a mm, half weeks ago. Really? Uh, at, at the end of the Open Championship. He went out to try and win the tournament, Shaq. He was trying. He was out there taking names and 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 kicking butts, and he just <laughs> was not going to have it. Now, he didn't have all of the game, but he had most of the game. I mean, the putt on 11. What are we talking about? Oh. The putt on one. The oh, putt the on one, 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 Shaq. Oh, my. God, that little gracious. wiggle. Oh, that was so cruel. Uh, and the one on 11. I, I just couldn't believe that didn't go in. That, that was amazing. He still made eight birdies in the final round. Shoot 64, 66 the round before, 66 in the second round. Incredible play. Didn't have his best game tee to fringe today. And he, as he noted, he scrambled, got it around. But some of those iron shots were absolutely spectacular on, on 13 on 15. I mean, uh, it just 15, was, look, oh. Shaq, I, I have to tell you, I'm going to confess right up front. I might have changed my underpants as many <laughs> times as Tiger changed shirts. I Hopefully mean, Tiger you. changed. It was glorious, the number of, <laughs> of shirt changes. By the way, quick sub-tangent. I'm, yeah. I'm all in on the shirt change, the mid-round mm. shirt change. There mm. is a great... Mid-round? Mar- how, about, how about start of the round? Uh, the It's like a quarterly shirt change, but go on. Fantastic. I'm in. I'm all in. Give me... G- g- script me 16 shirts. And while you're <laughs> at it, g- give me a couple hats to go with it. I mean, I'm you know, if the weather uh, requires it, I have no issue whatsoever. I actually oh, yeah, felt yeah. like it changed the mojo a couple times. Now, that's obviously ridiculous, but I'm just telling you, I, I, I quite liked it. It really was kind of a funny thing. What's he going to come out wearing next? Uh, today was the beautiful red and black, the glorious red and black. And all of America was buzzing. My phone was buzzing. The computer was buzzing. The television was buzzing. I'm not allowed to talk about my pants, but they were buzzing as well. Yeah, I figured they were for a while there, and I figure they aren't now. And the shirt change, <laughs> it really was spectacular how much he has been sweating uh, at Bell Reeve. He was sweating a lot at Firestone, but really a lot at Bell Reeve. Uh, but whatever makes him happy, whatever makes him feel good, I'm sure somebody at Nike had to uh, overnight some shirts there uh, just to get him through the, <laughs> through the week, especially with the, the necessary red. But um, So let's not be disrespectful first to Brooks Kepka House because I, I, I never like ignoring the champion when they clearly won, they clearly played the best golf. He joins Gene Sarazen, Ben Hogan, Jack Nicholas, and Tiger Woods as the only players to win the U.S. Open and the PGA in the same year. That's a pretty nice set of names to be a part of. Um, he was uh, just couldn't be stopped. He couldn't be annoyed. I mean, he had a couple of putts that you thought, oh, well, that suddenly wasn't so special. But that iron shot on 16, um, the tee shot on 17, uh, it just, it just, it was a spectacular display of golf. He did kind of what we had discussed in the the pre-show that if if he were to play the the game he's capable of, either use the power that he showed off at Firestone or use the long irons that are uh, better than probably any player in the game right now. Uh, and he did. He did both. And then his short game is very solid to excellent. And he held off uh, an incredible number of players who some of whom 
got flustered by the greens uh, today. I noticed House by by the way as a, as an aside, I felt like the greens spiked up more today. They weren't great in any afternoon, but it just felt like today. If I don't know, maybe if there were there was a little less of that. Oh, after I put out, I'll tap a few to help the guys behind me thing. Because or maybe they you know they may have taken the treatment down. They may have added a second mowing. Another double, you know, it went from a double cut to a triple cut. I, I don't know, but it just seemed like they spiked up a little more, and I kind of got a chuckle out of that. I mean, some of those worm cams you saw putts, and 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 they were frightening. They were they were scary, uh, and a few guys clearly had some issues with them at at times. But that said, look how many putts were made. Yeah, I, I mean. The two things about the course. So I'm glad that you mentioned the pre-show, the preview, the Shuck House preview that went out last Tuesday uh, afternoon. We hit a few things on the mark, and it, it doesn't happen often enough. So I'm gonna I want to pat you on the back, and I want to pat me on the back. We got a few things right, Shaq. You predicted low scoring conditions. Not only did we have the low score under 63 and a half, we had two 63s on Friday, but the low right. score for the entire tournament, that number was 267 and a half, which was all, all you needed was 13 under to get that. Uh, Brooks yeah. blew right by that. Uh, nice. We also talked about, and this was something that was interesting, the players validated it after you got your sort of first on the ground reaction. In the first place, um, the overwhelming sentiment in terms of how to be successful at this golf course was hit the ball in the fairway and then hit the ball on the green. Uh, and and uh, Pat Perez had something funny. He said, you know, there's the strategy here is to hit the ball in the fairway uh, and, and then, uh, you know, don't miss the green. And I don't really have much to say beyond well, that. I think, but I do think that over the course of four rounds, you saw some of the players like Kisner and some of the guys who weren't in that, that power division uh, uh finally kind of uh, get overwhelmed by it and and so i think over the because early on the leaderboard looked just like past leaderboards at bell reeve where there was this uh um, a peculiar mix of of names and some people that you didn't expect to to handle the course after the rain had been softened and who are uh, not handle it but not score quite as well and 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 maybe get worn out by the length of it and and it took a while to kind of weed out some of those players and it ultimately did end up being a a bombers uh golf course i felt and and i think that's when maybe tiger got in trouble a couple times today the rhythm just wasn't there with the driver like it was the first two rounds and i don't know if that was trying to get the ball out there but they seemed to find something on the 10th tee shot and he hit that great tee shot on 12 um and then 17 was was kind of shocking cuz he's really been hitting that cut so well. Yesterday, the cut shot on 17T, I mean, it was just effortless. I mean, I saw the the first one of those I saw this year was at the Players, and then he did another beauty at, at the 6T at Carnoustie, and and that's the one. I mean, there's so many shots, those two putts we talked about, but that, that tee shot on 17 is the one when he's sitting on the jet tonight uh, after, you know, like sitting in ice in the clubhouse for about 15 minutes, uh, and he's got a little cocktail on his, on his tray in front of him. Uh, that's the one that's going to bug him because he, I really felt like for the first time he had the mojo fully back where he felt like he had the crowd and oh, he, he could had use it to his advantage. And he knew if he got it out there on 17 and got there in two, like yesterday, oh, and that three putt yesterday on on the third round, oh, aye, aye, that, aye, that aye, one, aye. that one, that one had to really sting. But aye, he knew aye, if aye. he could have done that, 
that that just changes the atmosphere for Brooks on those those holes, possibly. Um, so that's the one I think he'll he'll ultimately lament, especially the way he's been hitting that that beautiful little fade that goes about three twenty. <laughs> I have a question for you uh, on that on that topic. Uh, through the first nine holes, and we'll talk about some of these remarkable statistics. Okay, over the course of today's show, but I we, we I will <laughs> communicating to somebody. Well, if we can get it out, uh, I was communicating with somebody, and I said, I if I was Joe Lacava, I would take his driver. I would walk up to him, look him right in the in the eyes, and break the driver over my legs and throw it on the ground. Tiger, yeah. here's here's your driver. Now on the on the back nine, and this was this this common thread, this common theme that we've seen from him this season. This is another thing that I got a lot of input and commentary from golf lovers and friends. Mm. Uh, where is Tiger on the back nine? He's had this push on Saturdays and some Sundays where on the front nine he really titillates. He's showing, he's stringing together birdies. He's showing some uh, positive momentum. He's firing at pins. And then for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to sustain on the back nine. Now, yesterday is understandable. He played 29 holes of golf. It was a major, it was hot as balls. He was, he probably wore seven shirts yesterday. So, so not putting the pedal down on that back nine, but he, he was in such possession of his game, such possession of, of the ball striking skill that he demonstrated. So coming into the back nine today, the open question was which tiger? Cause he, he bumped, he had just enough. He, he's uh, an unbelievable scratch together front nine performance, three under Oh, for yeah. seven on the fairways, eight, one putts an incredible all time front nine performance. And then he reached the back nine. And the big open question is, can he do it? Can he sustain? Can he persevere? Will he push through? And you know what? It looked like he might because he stood up mm. there on the 10 T and annihilated the driver. And I'm glad that Joe LaCava didn't break it. Yeah. No, he needed the power out there. He, okay. He, he that still was my feeds question. off it. He still feeds off it no matter Clearly. how uh, wild it gets with that. And he also hits that cut usually really well with it. And and I'm sure that's why that shot will bug him. Um, so Well, and, and he, he, hit, hit, he hit driver great on the back until 17. He did. He did. Good enough. Well, yeah, say. and he hit a beauty off 18. Uh, it was fascinating, by the way, how many guys were playing a straight shot or a cut on that 18th hole. You know, we heard so much how it was a right-to-left course. And 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 uh, Kepka really likes to hit. Looks to me like he hits a nice little left to right shot more comfortably. So it ended up really that bias was really not in in Bell Reeve as a well, uh, as a driving I, test, and that was pros- partially also the, the the softness of the landing areas that yeah. kind of allowed guys to choose their their shot shape. I, I mean, Kepka just blasted it through every, every sort of natural uh, right to left bend. I mean, his his tee balls on 17, on 18, his tee ball, I think, on 15, if I'm remembering it correctly. He was just, you know, putting the ball exactly. It looked like he was drawing sort of a 10-yard circle and then hitting the ball right to that to that spot. Uh, and then on 17 and 18, he just took, you know, he put both feet down on the pedal. He put his 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 left foot down, and then he put took his right foot, and he put it on top of the left foot, and he slammed it down as hard as he could on the pedal. And the, the you know hit the living daylights out of those those two tee balls. So you know in, incredible, incredible, incredible performance out of a guy that you know we thought was a good fit. I'm very pleased. I finally gave out a winner 
in terms of a uh, a, a, the, a tournament champion. Uh, I put him out on the Twitter on Wednesday because at twenty to one coming into this event. Now the thing that that helped that value is he didn't play the Masters. But what an right. awesome w- what if, huh, yeah. Shaq? Amazing! I mean, what a year! And and the Open Championship he had really it was as I recall just one really disastrous round, uh, and uh, the third round and he otherwise was uh, incredible in the majors this year. The so three that he these, played, yeah. Look, so a uh, couple stats. I, I had to always dial up Justin Ray from the Golf Channel to give me some immediate context. Here are the American players since World War II to win three plus majors at age twenty eight or younger. These are good names, Shaq. Jack Nicholas, yeah. Tom Watson, Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, and Brooks Kepka. Welcome to the club, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. That's I also, amazing company. Look, listen, listen to that about this one. Uh, Brooks Kepka's total today of 264 ties the lowest 72 hole number in major championship history, which hmm. was our boy Henrik at the uh, 2016 Open Championship. And you mentioned at the beginning, the guys this season, uh, I mean, the guys in history to have won both the U.S. Open and the PGA in the same season. It's, wow. it's Sarazen, Hogan, yeah. Nicholas, Woods, and Kepka. So this is a fellow with gigantic, gigantic uh, muscles. Yes, he does. He does have <laughs> large, very large muscles, guns large that he muscles. definitely shows off. Um, it really is a, an amazing look. Uh, it almost looks, uh, like something that central casting came up with, uh, for, to, to correspond with Gary players rant about, about the, what the players will look like, uh, in, in 20 years, only it's now. And he, he loves his gym. I mean, it, it going there Saturday with DJ. And of course, nobody wants to pose for a photo with him. <laughs> Great story. I love <laughs> that story. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And he, he just kind of goes about his business. And Well, I, I uh, want to say this, and I don't mean it as any offense whatsoever. And this is the comment I'm going to make about his, his outfit today. I mean, first of all, he must, in, he must like the sleeves to be tight, you know, to be uh, uh, completely... Uh, constrained around the bicep because he, he there was no free flow whatsoever they were firmly in place they were they were ensconced on the bicep but i w- the <laughs> observation i had is he walked many times i looked at this guy and i'm saying if i go to the gym tomorrow and i say i need a private appointment and and this is who walks up to me i say oh i'm in good hands look at this gentleman and the the outfit that he had on was was really it was a it was a course to gym outfit and I want, you know, we've, we've heard about the customizing that um, clothing manufacturers are doing in terms of guys, you know, the, the cut and, the, and mm-hmm. the, you know, the way they want things. I wonder if he um, and Nike have collaborated on something. I'm not even making a joke for once uh, on something that has him feeling that sort of that, that pumped up kind of uh, feeling that he must get at the gym. Now, I don't think he wears the clothes he had on the golf course today in the gym, but uh, no, he could have. No. He could have. No. But yeah, I, no, I think you're right. I think it's part of his his look. And I mean, Tiger was in that phase for a while around 2006 and seven when he was at his most uh, pumped up and built up. And he wore stuff that was looked pretty similar, really, not that different. So yeah, sure. Of course, it's part of his look. He knows it's, uh, he knows it's, it gives him an aura, it gives him an intimidation factor. And uh, I, that's kind of what I, I think I like most about him is he's just, 
not out there uh, to uh, to be everybody's friend. He's just out there to to play and win. And for whatever reason, in, in the regular tour events, it doesn't happen quite like it does in the major championships, where he just takes it to another level of of focus. And he's now won these three majors on three pretty different golf courses and different styles of golf that were that were kind of called upon. And I think that for me is what is probably most impressive about about the play. Um, I love Shinnecock was crazy firm and yeah, and uh, uh, such a, a kind of a conservative attacking mode and 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 Aaron Hills was the ball ran a little bit and the greens were much firmer than obviously this week and and it was you know a game where he had to play his power game but uh, and then this week was just a pretty aggressive attacking golf course inland with trees and narrower and 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 a lot more rough than Aaron Hills right off the fairways but as you saw I you know probably the shot I, I'd love to have been on top of the lie on 10 but you know, Peter Casas, uh, that made clear it was not a great lie. And that 10th hole, that green sits up really high and there's kind of a big valley in front of it. And if you have a heavy line in the rough, you can, um, it gets a little scary. I mean, he's not going to chunk it in the creek, but he, he muscled that just over the green. And I think he was probably almost shocked that he did that. And that was probably a case of his strength really being an, an advantage that he was able to work that through that, that rough house. The rough was unreal how much it grew from, from, cause remember on the preview show, I was amazed how much they lowered the rough cut and it yeah. was dry. It was dry fescue. So not only was it lowered, but because the grass blades were dry, you know, you get the club through it better than when the gr- grass blades moist and man, they knw what they were doing. They, and Carlos Araya and, and Kerry Haig, the, uh, the the guys who put the golf course in front of us this week just did a uh, a masterful job of taking uh, the place that was not in the best of shape um, coming in and managing it to get us through the week. I was amazed how much grass they kept on the greens with the heat they had. And um, the rough, that cutting down was perfect because by really by Thursday or Friday after that, that big rain on Tuesday, the stuff had really responded it loved that rain and it responded and it was it was a factor on the weekend but 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 again the setup was good so it wasn't like it overwhelmed the golf where we had stupid wedge out rough or anything like that it was just a it was a slight penalty just enough to to really derail a few people at times so i want to uh elaborate on that point a little bit should we take a break first but i i I do want to talk about bell reeve the setup I, I I want to talk about the crowds. I mean, goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah, I have a I have a few me. I have yeah I have a few thoughts on that uh, based on a, a, a column I wrote for Golf Week. But uh, hey, House, did you notice in his opening round seventy one? We won't talk about the eighty six in the second round. Steph Curry bringing out the Chrome Soft X golf ball in the Web.com Tours Ellie Mae Classic. How about that? He had the almost all Callaway bag, the Rogues, the Epics, the 71, and the 86. But uh, it was, the guy's amazing. Now, the guy is amazing. This is the all-time disappointment of the golf summer. Um, I know. Why Why did that event have to go it up just, against the PGA? Like, Web.com guys, guys who run that thing, you know that you have a shot at getting Steph, and you know the 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 positive buzz from last season. It was wonderful. It's, just, it's rough. These, uh, I'll tell you what. It's it. It just. I could go on a real tangent. The U.S. Women's Amateur this was this week. The European Tour had kind of a cutting edge new 
men's and women's event at Glen Eagles. Nobody should be playing tournaments during the men's four majors. I'm sorry. I know that sounds uh, ridiculous, and you, we have to no, do it these doesn't. events. We we it, have it to get through the ridiculous. season. And, and right. it sounds like we're, we're 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 worshiping the men's majors. We are. Yes, those four events. Should, there should be nothing else. And it's it's. I mean, it's just terrible. Like again, the U.S. Women's Amateur. Nobody even knew it was going on. I mean, and the U.S. Amateur starts next week at Pebble Beach, and and it'll. I mean, that one's fine. It's not up against the PGA. But anyway, the web.com, I don't know why they're playing an event during against the major. It's just it's just strange, and I I, I hate it. But anyway, our friends at Callaway provided uh, Steph with, with a wonderful bag of clubs from his fitting at the Ely Callaway Performance Center a couple of years ago. He updated the bag a little bit, House, at the uh, Ellie May, including what do you have in the there? Chrome yeah, Soft I, X. I he got it. a little graphene oh. infused, oh. dual fast, soft core, soft fast dual core. No, dual, <laughs> dual it's soft both. fast it's, core. It's yeah, dual you soft, know what I mean. it's dual fast, it's dual core, it's triple dual for, for, for the three ball, Steph Curry. He shot 71 on the first day. It was stunning. It was beautiful to see. He came back. He was four over, then battled all the way back. And he had a very reasonable, makeable putt on his final hole of the day. And he burned an edge. And he should have, by way of if, if his putting over that that uh, back nine had held true, he should have made that putt. And he should have entered the next day even par. Now, that he's an amateur, so he shot 86 the next day. But that's enough about Steph Curry. Obviously, he made the right choice playing the Callaway equipment. Yeah. So let's talk about Bell Reeve. Um, yeah. Uh, House, I, it's, it's, uh, I wrote a col- column for Golf Week that will be up here soon about how this was the end of the, the Jones family era of golf course setup and, and golf course design. And um, I'm glad, though, that uh, the week played out the way it did. It, other than, obviously, we'd love to see the, the greens not quite be so soft or, or the rain come along and, and kind of uh, messed up the day for some fans and all that stuff. But house, um, the people elevated this event, like really no event that I I've been to in terms of, I, I not only did they make it a great television show with the, the, the size of the crowds and the volume, but I truly believe the, if you looked at the players, the way they were when they rolled in, they were a little tired from Firestone. It was hot, and they're thinking, oh, geez, here we go. And I really, truly believe the people of St. Louis elevated them and 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 gave all of them this injection of, of, of a little bit of life that reminded them, you're in a major championship. We are very happy to see you. We've been dying to see you guys here since... since uh, 2008 when you were here with with the, the PGA Tour event and uh Tiger even mentioned this he singled them out on um Saturday after the round how positive the fans were I mean there were a couple of baba buoys a uh, couple of of yellers but all in all and I I went out whenever I walked out on the golf course the the conversations I had were so cool the people are so knowledgeable um, you know, the, 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 the best fans in baseball, um, moniker came to mind because I was just blown away at, uh, at how much they were, uh, resilient <laughs> in really hot weather and how, how pleased they were, uh, to, to host these guys. And I think the players fed off of that in a way that, uh, we don't necessarily see except maybe at the masters. So I, I gotta tell you, I could not agree more 
I it was my observation sitting here in in uh, not quite as hot Washington D.C. and I watched a ton of this tournament as much as TNT mm. would permit oh. me, and that's a whole other conversation <laughs> much. for a for a whole other time. But I the, the the observation you just made about the fans and and I will give credit to the selection. We were we I expressed skepticism about Bell Reeve as a major venue for this 100th event. I believe it acquitted itself beautifully. And the, the thing that I didn't anticipate, and, and I probably, I didn't have any way of, of assessing this, they, the, it was a wonderful venue to have fans close. And they could have deep, deep galleries. There was a ton of people. I'd be uh, interested in seeing the numbers mm. of folks through the gates. But yeah, um, I did get I did get a few uh, taps on the shoulder and a few emails and a few messages that, that, that people did feel like they oversold it a little bit. They were having trouble finding some places to sit. But again, they had massive crowds. Um, probably needed a few more grandstands. Okay, um, well that yeah, let, let that so that be was the one. But the PGA does this a lot. They oversell their events and and the Ryder Cup in particular, where there are only uh, five, four, five, four groups on the course uh, in in the uh, matches of uh, the team matches, and then obviously well, singles play. But well, yeah, so that was fair. the one one. But they, again, they didn't they didn't sit there. You never had an incident where um a guy backed off a shot because people started yelling that they couldn't see or something like that, which has happened. Quite a bit uh, in recent years. I mean, just 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 uh, just class class all the way. And I think whatever deficiencies there were in the in the the setup or or, or uh, architecture um, that that uh, I believe were there, they they just made up for it. And then and then the players just, uh, I mean, the passion they brought from from the difference between <laughs> the weekend versus what we saw, like what I saw Monday and Tuesday, body language wise, was was incredible. Well, I, I want to be fair to, to the extent that the PGA uh, oversold that that um, had the effect of of, you know, creating this this pretty intense environment on that on that back nine. And by contradistinction, the U.S. Open did not sell out one of its rounds, Shaq. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be our our nation's championship. Uh, so I, I my a bias would be to go in the direction the PGA went. I'm going to tell you right now, I had chills up the neck, down the arms, watching Tiger exit the green on 18 and yeah, that long that walk across scene. that bridge and the huge uh, uh, wave of humanity and their, the outstanding cheer for him. I mean, the, 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 the Tiger is back. I mean, let's yeah. just say it, Shaq. He is, he's back. And, and those were his people. And he said it on Saturday, and he said it again today. Everybody buoyed him, and it really elevated his own play. And I, I don't, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's. I'm, I'm happy that he had the play um, of, available, right? Like because there was this, this uh, early in the week uh, suspicion, this concern that he might be by now. And I think Frank Nabilo gave some voice to this. Exhausted. Like he might be, he hasn't played competitive golf over this kind of time period. And you mentioned it, yeah. that this is the explanation for why Firestone was a little scratchy, his performance. He just took the week off. He didn't touch a golf club. He went to Switzerland before Firestone. And then I think he glided through Firestone. Yeah. He saved his energy beautifully. I mean, I just, his, to, to me, his performance is so incredible on multiple levels. The one you're talking about 
where he was a year ago. And then I just don't know if this is a golf course that, that I didn't think it was one that would inspire him. And, and I'm, I'm not sure, you know, he's ever going to say that he's, he's never, he's not going to name another, you know, child in Bell Reef, but he, he, he clearly just got in a role uh, on a roll and in a mode there where he started seeing things. And, uh, I mean, he's exhausted tonight for sure. And I, I won't be shocked if he, if he, uh, takes off a playoff event just to, just to get, uh, recharged, but wow, what a, what an incredible, uh, performance, uh, several others though, house, we should probably note besides the people of St. Louis, uh, Bell Reeve and Tiger and Brooks Kepka. I don't know if you want to hit on any of the other members of the race here this week. Well, I, I, uh, was very impressed by Adam Scott. It looked like a performance that was entirely inspired by and driven by his commitment to honor his friend, Jared Lyle. And it looked like to me that Adam Scott, you know, the, the entirety of his, uh, uh, performance was attributable to, um, him wanting to honor Jared. And he just, you know, at this stage of his career, it's a very bizarre thing to say. Adam Scott doesn't strike me as having enough game to, to win another major. I, I will be surprised if he wins another major. Um, he just doesn't seem to have to me, uh, and by game, I mean the combination of mental and physical, physical, he's there. Like, you know, he, he's, he's got all of the tools. You forget how far he drives the golf ball when he's in a groove and you forget how accurate he can be with wedges. The thing that's been missing for a little while with him has been mental. And it's been a combination of trying to figure out the putter, um, you know, this, the crazy long putter up to his neck deal. Uh, mm-hmm. and just, you know, ha- having success at life. I mean, he's got kids, uh, and, and, and he's got a, you know, he, he's, he's settled down in life and he's got a great life, but I thought his performance over the week was really, um, a testament to Jared. Do you, do you agree with that? I think it was Faldo made a, a big deal about that. I, I think part of it is just Adam, uh, has been struggling for a while and the putter thing really got him down with the USGA and anchoring. And a lot of people are very unhappy with what he's doing now in puttering. They, putting, they feel like he's anchoring. Um, yeah, because it looks like he's anchoring. Yeah, and I, I see, I get a lot of those messages on Twitter, and I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, the whole anchoring ban now is just uh, uh, looks rather, rather silly. And uh, and a lot of these players who are kind of going back to putting with it, not maybe you know just brushing their shirt or whatever it is. Uh, it's kind of made a mockery of it in a way, and I don't, I don't blame them. Nobody's calling them out on uh, as violating the rules, so they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Uh, and and it's, um, I hope it doesn't become something that uh, gets gets nasty with people um, calling these guys out. They uh, they probably just need to review the whole thing. But uh, he he's a uh, yeah. I should have known House on Friday. I did morning drive bright and early and. And I just stood there and watched him hit balls for about 10 minutes. And I put up a photo on Instagram because he was just, he was on this roll. And you could just see the the, the pep in his step. And I should have, I should have um, sent you a little tip that uh, <laughs> Adam Scott's really, he's he's feeling it right now. I didn't. That would have been you nice. Know, well, but you just don't, I mean, the way he's been going, it's just not something you expect. But he just had that, that, um, that energy going. And, and what, I mean, he really hung in beautifully against Brooks and, uh, had a chance up until that, that, uh, you know, last hole to put a little pressure on him. So, uh, a, yeah. a great week for him. Um, well, 
I'm ready to say some bad things about some people. What about you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't. I don't have. Well, okay. I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, I don't know who this is. So, 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 please talk. Well, I, I, I have only. There's only one guy I want to say a bad thing about, and I'm not really. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go crazy. And before I do that, I do want to tip a, my cap to Justin Thomas, who I this morning, early in in today's round, went ahead and live bet as a potential winner mm. for today. I loved his attitude right out of the box. I love the firing at pins. He um, gave it his gosh darn all. He was right there. I mean, the birdie on 11 was hair raising. That was awesome. Uh, You know, he he hit that three wood up the hill, cracked that that poor boy in the the noggin, chipped to a place that is an impossible, you know, uh, uh, uphill, thick part of 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 a, the grassy slope it falls over onto the green oh it's a six footer for birdie now i mean just yeah. in, in, insane and it made me feel good that i went ahead and live bet him he couldn't keep it up but you know two under par today for the defending champion tip of the cap a a, a, a slap in the ass and oh. i guess it's my own fault rory McElroy. i just don't know how many more seasons we're gonna go uh, golf seasons were going to go where he really, now he, he had, he was standing on the first tee at the masters on Sunday with a chance yeah. to win. He wasn't up to it. He, he came through the, he missed the cut at the U S open. He tried a little backdoor action at the open championship with the Eagle on 14. He didn't have another birdie after that. He should have birdied 18. That would have really created a little bit of pressure and some interest. He hit the ball all the way down. I mean, he hit the 385-yard drive on 18 and didn't birdie 18. That would have – or did he birdie 18 after a bogey? Either either way, he finished at 6, and he should have finished no, he bogeyed, at 7. He birdied 17. He bogeyed 18. Yeah, that's it. That's what it was. Yeah. So I, I knew there was a birdie-bogey mix in there. Um, this just a very lackluster – performance now there was some video this morning that was very interesting of him and jordan spieth having what appeared to be like a real technician kind of conversation Hmm. so i wish i'd known before this week before touting rory as a horse for this course and having observed you know some of the trend lines that i thought were were very positive i liked what i quite a bit of what i saw at firestone and I didn't think he was very far away, but his wedge play was so indifferent. I mean, yeah. he, his problem wasn't so much a tee ball, but no. it, it, the indifference with him becomes, you know, if if one aspect, I think we talked about this on the Tuesday show, if any aspect of his game is missing, it has this effect of creating an indifference across the whole board. And I just uh, resent his talent. Mm. Resent? Go, I re- going missing. He, it continues to go missing. He's not a young guy. And these chances to to really um, set himself as a legendary player of the game. He's the only one. This is why I get so worked up about it. Uh, mm. He's the only one with the talent to me that rivals Tiger talent. Mm. Um, and he has that same incendiary attitude and the ability to really focus and channel. It's what he did at Bay Hill this year. And it went missing. 
at, at a major. And I just, you know, there, there are, there are a finite number of majors when you're going to be young and pliable and healthy and strong and not have kids and not have other stuff going on in your life. Go kick ass, Rory, please. So that, that's my disappointment. Okay. I don't, I don't, uh, have a strong feeling either way. I feel like his his open championship performance is enough to be something that is special for him, and 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 he can look back at, on at the end of the year and say I overcame uh, the kind of golf that I haven't played well on, and uh, he can also still have a lot of of uh, positive memories down the stretch. But he did say after the round he, he's having some some swing issues. It sounds like he, he may pass on the first playoff event to try and iron those out. And uh, it doesn't, the swing doesn't, I'll be honest, it doesn't look as good to me as it used to look. Uh, I agree. It, the swing plane looks a little bit, um, a, a little bit different. It may not be, I, I don't, I haven't studied the swing closely enough, but just the, the visual test, it, it just doesn't quite look um, the same and, and quite as natural to me, kind of like his issues with, with putting his putting was really atrocious at Bell Reeve. Ma- many players had trouble on the greens for obvious reasons, but, um, okay. Well, so you resent, you resent his performance. That's fine. I, you're, you're allowed to do that. I just want that. more. I want more. The other guy, and this is just, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be fair to him. I'm not going to kill, uh, Ricky. Somebody made a point after his Thursday round, like, Hey, Talk about guys on in the in the world top thirty who haven't won a major. How could you leave out Ricky? Um, <laughs> it it was deliberate. Uh, yeah. I I don't know when we're gonna see something from him that makes me believe that he's ready to to win a major. He I, something's going on with his swing as well. It's so flat. It's crazy flat, and, look, and I don't believe it. it's been that flat all season long. Um, and I don't know if it's, it sounded like perhaps somebody made some reference to him. Does he have yeah, an injury it, right now? Yeah. He had an oblique injury. I think he was wearing something underneath. If you looked, he, it appeared there was something under his shirt, uh, some sort of support, um, like a, when, not a, you know, not, not, uh, the, the, just, uh, some sort of brace. And so, yeah, he was swinging, I think at about, uh, 80 to 90%. It sounded like, which uh, in a way may have helped him a little bit. When when did he get hurt? Uh, I don't know. He said something about. I think it it, it happened. Uh, I think it happened early in the week. He just felt something, but he he okay. He downplayed how much that was uh, hurting his game. So I thought I thought uh, for a guy with an injury, he played pretty great. So how about that? He played pretty great for a guy with an oblique injury of any sort, did. any kind of discomfort or any kind of equipment he had to wear. I just, I, I'm, I'm ready for him. I'm ready for him to, to, to win. I mean, he hasn't been in a, in a final twosome since, uh, when I, I mean the, the last win that he had was the Honda, right? Uh, I could look it up, but <laughs> that I'm sounds not, right. I didn't mean to put you on the dot. <laughs> no, no, I no, I, I'm trying to remember and I can't, nothing's coming to mind at the moment, but he, um, yeah, he, it hasn't been a spectacular year. I, and I, I just wish he wouldn't stay around after the round for the, to, to greet the winner, it, 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 I don't. Oh think it's, come on, him and Tiger. Yeah, well, They're Tiger just finished the round. Ricky was a little bit earlier, and I, I, I just think it's time for him to uh, worry about Ricky. Uh, well, I'm, that, I, that would be my only, my only piece of advice. Start. Just I don't start, have any problem. I, I don't yeah, care I, about the social media stuff. I, you know, Butch Har- uh, Harmon has made. What, a what if about it was that. this? 
What if it you was know, this? Do you show, want to be Shaq? a Kardashian? That was a little strong. I thought of Butch, no. but, but I understood what well, he was getting at. But, but um, a, look, yeah, I think it I mean, was a Ryder Cup thing. I think these guys are all gearing up for Ryder Cup. Here are the names: Kepka, DJ, JT, Patrick Reed, Spieth, Fowler, Bubba. <laughs> and Webb <laughs> Simpson. Yeah, Webb played nicely today. Solidified God. that eighth spot. God. I mean, why can't Tiger, if I, I was looking, I was wondering, hoping, if Tiger wins today, does yeah, that he would have bumped Webb? Yes. Oh, yes. It would have oh, bumped Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm mortified. Now I'm bitter. Yeah. Now I'm crying. You want a tear, Shaq? Now I'm I know, crying. I should have told you that. Oh, <laughs> Webb Simpson. Yeah, oh, no. What well, is this? Is this it? Is this it for the qualifiers? He's yes. All, he's the, all, he's for in. The, yes. Jim Furyk oh, will uh, sit for a half hour tomorrow and talk about the eight people. And then he has a few more weeks to, to look at others for his picks. And he's got and, some interesting decisions to make. Obviously, Tiger's on the team. And Tiger's on the team. Tiger's think, playing golf. On the in the Ryder yeah. Cup, Shaq. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, not Phil. Wood, I believe no injuries. Uh, is a lock and has been already basically been told he's on the team. Uh, so yeah, I, the the U.S. team is still in very good shape. I don't know what Captain Furyk will make of the weeks of uh, Kisner, Finau, and Shoffle. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what he does with those. I think he just keeps waiting for the playoffs. Uh, but they are they are they don't have anything to worry about. They have a lot of people who are very good golfers playing very well. If you look at the leaderboard this week, this supposedly greatest team on paper ever in the history of Europe, which we will get into as we get closer to the Ryder Cup, which is actually starting to annoy me. I'm gonna go back and look at some teams in Ryder Cup history uh, so we can we can drop some names like the 87 team uh, that was loaded with Hall of Famers. Uh, the European te- team is is not leaving. Bell Reef feeling that great, but they got a long way to go. They still have, they still have a few weeks for some people to get their their games in shape. So we'll get to that going forward. I actually do have one little bit of resentment I would like to share. I I realize oh, now. When, please yeah, do when you were when you were discussing when we were discussing the crowds at Bell Reef for, for whatever reason Peter Costas was was kind of pushing the point uh, of how few media were out there. Uh, following Brooks and Adam and, and also really the crowds weren't as, as large for the final group. And I I don't really know what he was getting at. I'm not sure what he's thinking. This has happened through the history of the game. When a legend is making a run on Sunday of a major, that's where everybody's at. And it's, it's happened before it's means nothing, uh, in terms of, of a statement about Brooks Kepka and Adam Scott. It's just, you have a legend potentially making the first ever, by the way, comeback major championship win of his career, not leading going into the final round, thanks to the uh, the fine listeners who, who noted this, that that would have made today extra special if Tiger's 15th would have been his first come from behind. Wow. Um, and How about this? I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't want to so, interrupt. No, no, that was it. Finish. I just want to get that out. You know what? The media is doing what, what they do and photographers uh, if they're not getting photos of this moment, there were still photographers back there and still cameras and still fans. And so I don't really know what the point of that was, but um, well, yeah, he loves all of us I'm... anyway. So I don't know what, I think that's really what he was getting at. So, <laughs> well, I, I, it was his today, Tiger 64 today, his lowest ever final round score in a major. So anybody Having wow. any observation about any eyes on any other part of the golf course other than Tiger Woods, 
You can shake it and bake it, brother. Put it in the oven. I don't care about what any of the, well, you know, I, I don't know what the, the sideways point is. I loved the, the array of cameras and then 15 deep on every green on the back nine. That's Unreal. the way it's supposed to be. I'm sure the TV numbers are going to be through the roof. This is yeah. golf in all of its glory. This is major golf. This is what it's supposed to look like. And it was enjoyable from the beginning to the end. You're not going to be able to, to, to take me down from no. the high that I'm riding no. uh, off this performance by the Tiger today. No, it was really special. Uh, so we we thank all the players for for putting on a great show and bringing it this year in the majors. It was a, a, a really special year we knew it would be with with a couple of the venues on the schedule and it, and i think it played out that way a little bit crazy at the u.s open at times but uh these last two majors are uh as good as it you can possibly get in terms of drama and variety of players and um cool stuff going on and clutch clutch performances and and it's just so fun to see uh, and that was kind of the gist of my piece on on the end of the Jones family era houses. We're we're really we we have shifted, and obviously some of it's the technology and and the guys being able to to overpower courses more. But we don't. And and Kerry Haig had a couple of whole locations that looked to me like they were almost on the fringe. <laughs> but but for the most part, the mentality is, and you heard Kerry say it early in the week, possibly. This is about showcasing the players and letting them show their talent. And and at the uh, uh, and down the road, nobody's going to care what Brooks Kepka shot. They're going to remember that it was a great championship. Big fans, Tiger Woods, um, and an incredible play by both him. And then you know, just a few weeks ago, Francesco Molinari to hold off a legend. And um, and when the players are freed up to play like this, it's just it's just so much more enjoyable, so much more satisfying. That's it. I'm so I'm so glad you said that. This is the thing about Bell Reeve that I will take away. That back nine was an electric back nine because it had opportunities. So all the love, big hugs and smooches to Kerry Haig, big hugs and smooches to 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 Bell Reeve. It it had on that back nine opportunities. Uh, Brooks Kepka had to make birdies on on. Uh, 15 and 16 and 17 to lock up this championship because the tiger was on the prowl and the tiger was on the prowl because there were opportunities on that back nine for him to go get the job done. So I give a tip of the head. I'm glad that you uh, gave, gave the shout out to Kerry Haig. And the, and I think the setup um, for today was, was exquisite and it was just enjoyable from the minute I sat down to start watching all the way through, I, I loved. I mean, I thought Thomas Peters was going to shoot sixty for a little while. Wow, there, there was I a know. bunch and of crazy, crazy performances going on today, Shaq. Yeah, it really was, and it seemed like it was just a perfect blend of of just tough enough, but 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 gave the guys a few whole locations to go at. So, House, uh, as always, our show is brought to you and me and everybody else by our friends at Callaway Golf. Everybody, go to CallawayGolf.com. There's all sorts of cool stuff up there to check out. And also some fitting things. Uh, of course, go get fit if you're really serious about uh, golf clubs. But you can do all sorts of cool custom stuff. Just go to the beautifully new, redesigned CallawayGolf.com. You'll love it. House, we're going to take a brief break here because I know you need to gear up for the playoffs. Um, I, I need to get my voice back. I, I was shouting at the TV too much today. But, I mean, our real focus, let's be honest, down the stretch here is uh, how the playoffs <laughs> shape up for the Ryder Cup. 
It's going to be a, a fun fact. few weeks. Captain Ferrick's going to keep that running point total. Thomas Bjorn's going to be watching for the European side. And I think it's just going to be a sensational run. We've got Ridgewood Country Club hosting uh, a, a, one of the players' favorite golf courses. A playoff event there is at the Northern Trust. Should be spectacular. So everybody seems healthy other than, you know, a few guys saying they're a little uh, banged up, ready for a break. And uh, I can't wait to, to see what goes on in the next couple, couple of weeks and uh, into uh, September. Speaking of uh, spectacular, Shaq, I mean, let's not bury the lead. You and I oh. are going to be together this oh. coming week. I mean, we're just two days away. We're going to be walking on. This is my very first time. I've never set foot on Pebble Beach. I'm coming out. I know. I can't wait. To meet you so we can walk around at the U.S. Amateur, the men's U.S. Oh, Amateur being it. competed at Pebble Beach. Oh. I mean, I'm really not worthy. Not only did we have Tiger on the back nine dropping hot, hot, hot bombs and Vern Lundquist calling his shot on 16. I mean, I can barely contain the excitement. But three days from now, I'm going to be at Pebble Beach with you walking those hallowed grounds and getting, you know, a history, history lesson. Uh, so we'll be taking the pictures. We'll be throwing uh, up the is, Instagram yeah. stories. They'll be doing, we'll be doing the Twitter. And you know what? I, I, I'm hoping you and I get a chance to play a little golf while we're together. We'll try. There we'll, as well see. There's yeah. some. Yeah, there's some there's some golf. I've heard in the there's area. good. We'll I heard there's good golf on there is on the very Monterey good Peninsula. golf. Obviously, okay. Pebble Beach and Spyglass are booked up Monday and Tuesday for the U.S. Yeah. Amateur stroke play qualifying. But I'll I'll see what we can dig up for another golf option. Well, I can't wait to see you. I yeah. can't wait we'll, for you we'll to have see. To take uh, some, we'll Pebble take some Beach. pictures. I know that. I know that. I know oh, you're gonna. Pictures. I can't wait to see you see Pebble Beach for the first time. So it'll be really cool. Just try. Remember, these are young amateur golfers. This is a big opportunity for them, House. No screaming. No, no okay. orgasmic right. screams across the length I will, of Pebble I will, Beach. I will, I I will not do that. I will bring extra underpants, but that's just for the terrain. That's just and, the, and, and my, my, my sweater, by what, the way. A sweater and extra <laughs> underpants to enjoy what God has wrought. Bring your Shaq, Tommy I Johns and, and bring I, some layers. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 got it. That's it, and we'll we'll be we'll so check out all our Instagram at Jeff Shack at House from DC. We'll be documenting the beautiful trip out to the Monterey Peninsula this week. But in a few a few short weeks, we shall be back with the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.